0: Shalom to all. Today's office welcome and have kuf test. So we're starting kuf chasam rabbeis with the brand new mishnah. And today's office sponsor leilu nishmas maris Miriam Sarah Basri Yaakov Meisha Herne Shama should have an olia and leilu nishmas maris Freida Chaya Bela Basri Yitzchak Tzvi Herne Shama should have an olia. So mishnah starts out with something that we already know. Reuben tells Shimon, Where's my bikkur that I gave you? Amar and Shimon tells him, Avad it was lost. So Reuben tells him, Ashbiacheni I make you swear. Va'amar and Shimon says, Amen. Yes I swear. And then what Adam Edom I say she Achli come along to say that Shimon really consumed it. So mshalim Karen he has to pay the Karen. Whereas HaYim if Shimon admitted on his own that he lied. Let's say told Shimon where's my Shimon told him was stolen, and then Ruvain says so I make you swear And Shimon says I swear and Adam come along to say that Shimon really stole it. So Now here's where we have a new case that we haven't encountered yet. Aviv, a fellow stole from his father, so we have Ruvain stealing from Yaakov. V'nishbal. And he swore to him that he didn't steal. Umiz, and then his father died. Yaakov died, and then Reuven admitted that he really lied. So him, laban, he has to pay the karen chaimesh and asham. He doesn't really have to pay the asham because asham brother is brought as a carbon. So we're really focusing on just the karen and the chaimesh. Reuven has to pay the karen of the chaimesh to the other sons, meaning to his brothers or to his father's brothers, to Yaakov's brothers. And even though Reuven is rightfully a Yairesh of his father, so technically he should yarshin this gezeilah that he owes. And if he's not the only son, if there's other sons as well, so he should at least yarshin part of it. And that means he shouldn't. Have to return the entire thing. He should only have to return some of it. Still, as Din Mishnah is telling us that he has to return the entire thing because there's a mitzvah of a hitches gzeilah He has to return the thing that he stole. And if he returns it and then takes it back as his yirusha, or if he just simply doesn't return it because he rightfully deserves it as yirusha, well, that's not considered returning the gzeilah. And therefore, once again, he has to give the karen and the chaimesh either to his other brothers. And if he doesn't have any other brothers, he's got to give it to his father's brothers. However, the Mishnah tells us, Ruven writes that if he doesn't want to, or he simply doesn't have the money, this fellow Ruven who stole from his father simply can't afford to give up on this Yerusha, that's technically, rightfully his, what's he supposed to do? He has to be a kind of the mitzvah of a Hishifah Zagzai Shagazal. So, mishnah tells us, love it, he could borrow money from somebody else, and then those bali Chayv whom he just borrowed from, they can take their payment from his part of the Yerusha, which he had just returned, and that way, he doesn't lose any money, because it's not really coming out of his pocket. Now, something similar to this applies to, let's say a person tells his son, and this is a that you're not allowed of any hanaf from any of my things. So, in if the father is dies, yershenu, his son does Yarshan him, because now this is not considered his father's anymore. However, cuts down someone off on top, of Mysai, if his father told him in his life and in his death, his son's not to have benefit from him. So in this situation, it makes so when the father dies, lawyer Yoshenu, the son does not Yarshan him, Achiv, it's given to the other sons or to the father's brothers. However, if him Ain't Light, let's say the son doesn't have, and he simply can't go without Yarshaning his father, so Lava, he borrows money from somebody else, who by him and, Ephraim, and then the Balichayiv could take that money from the Yerusha, and that way it's not considered, look, the son is receiving the because Rusha is going to pay his debt. Now the Gemara talks about the to return the exil that was stolen, even though we're talking about a son stealing from his father, like Aramishna. Omar Vyesov says, The exil has to be returned, even if it's being returned to tzdaka, meaning it's being given away to the Kupat tzedakah, and it's not being given to anyone in particular. Let's say the father didn't have any Yarshim, it still has to be given to somebody. And Omar Papa, Papa says, The fellow has to say, This is something that I stole from my father. However, watch this the Gemara, Let him be Meichlet himself. Bottom line, Line, as we explained in the Mishnah, he is a Yarish of his father. So why can't he just be Michael this amount that he owes his father if really he's the Yarish of it? Mila Tanah, didn't we learn in the Mishnah? And this is a Mishnah in the Kuf Gimel that we had earlier. If the Nigzal was Michael on the Karen and he wasn't Michael on the Chaimesh, so that's considered a proper Alma bar Michielah. We see that a person could forgive a Gzela. And it should be the same thing over here with a son. He stole something from his father. Now his father died and he's Yarshinning his father. So he should be able to be Michael the Xayla to himself. So, Rabbiyach, Rabbiyach, and answers like Hasha, <laughs> the previous Mishnah of Kof Gimel, that's Rabbi Yaseh and Aram is Rabbi Kiva. the have a Reisah. The Pesach tells us in regards to stealing from a ger, if a person doesn't have a ger, a redeemer, a relative, to return the guilt money to, meaning if a fellow stole from a ger and the ger died, and he doesn't have any relatives, so the Pesach continues telling us that, that money belongs to Hashem and is given to the Kaihanim. So now we ask, is it possible that a yid doesn't have any relatives? Every yid has some relative, and no matter how distant, must be that we're talking about stealing from a ger, and we know that ger is so it's very possible that a ger does not have any relatives and so what do we see from here a person stole from a ger and he swore to him and then he heard that the ger died and he's bringing the money that he owes the ger and his carbon up to Yushalayim to give to the kaihanim. and he bumps into that ger whom he thought died and so he tries to return the money to the ger but what happened the ger turned it into the ger said don't give me the money back right now I'm just considering it a loan by you and you'll pay me back a different time and then the ger Actually died. Zachalah, mashabi yaday. The Rabbi says, "Glieli." Rebbe says, Says that this guy is zayche and that which he has because he has something belonging to the ger and he can just keep it himself. Whereas Rebbe Kiva, Kiva, says, "Ain loy takana ad sheetz gzeila takhas yaday." He has no takana until he takes the gzeila out of his hand. He has to be in the mitzvah of Ashava, the and therefore now that the ger died, he has to bring it to the kaihanim and give this gzeila to the kaihanim. Now we further explain the The court It doesn't make a difference if we're talking about being Michael this gzeila to himself or to other people. He's able to be Michael. it. Kiva konchi wikiva lishal al it doesn't make a difference if he's being ma khalet to himself or even to other people he's not able to be ma khalet and continue to explain urabiyasi huwa dinafiu la zakfamilva or quran urabiyasi even if this gazalo wasn't turned into halva like we just explained in the case of the ghar saying don't pay me back right now this month is considered halva bintoni which the brisa said zakfal al milva that they turned into halva that's just like the ya khakhi rwikiva the tissue the khakhi rwikiva is khamra that feels zakfnal al milva even if the gazalo was turned into halva so it's not even considered gazalo anymore it's just considered alava. There is no takana until exile actually comes out of his hand. So we see from here very clearly. The Mishnah Davkav Gimel it says that he could be Michael the exile as according to Rabbi Yosi. Whereas our Mishnah says Rabbi Kiva that you can't be Michael exile. However, Maschal Rav Sheshes Rav asks on this understanding. If that's really so, that even if it wasn't turned alava and it's still considered exile, Rabbi Yisraeli holds that we can be Michael on this exile. Well, Rabbi Yisraeli l'shmeinu According to Rabbi Yisraeli in that Mishnah Davkav Gimel, if it would have been a bigger chiddush, if the Mishnah would have taught. Case that the Goslin was Michael alone to himself, then we would know for sure that a person could be Michael for others. But the only case that Mishnah was talking about was being Michael to others. And in Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, and why don't we teach in our Mishnah that you can't be Michael to others? And we would say that for sure he can't be Michael to himself. But in our Mishnah is only talking about a case of being Michael it to himself. Because again, he's Yashinning his father, and we're saying in our Mishnah that he can't be Michael this Gzela to himself. Well, for Mishnah's Rabbi Kiva, it would have been a bigger cheddish to say, that he can't be maichlo to other people, and then of course he can't be maichlo to himself. So it does make sense to explain that that mishas Rabbi Yosi and our Rabbi Kiva because the chiddush isn't strong enough. So Elam Rav Sheshas rather Rav says Hava Hal Rabbi Yosi both at mishan Kav Gimel and our Rabbi Yosi Gliili. And there's still no seer between the mishnayos. Kikom Rabbi Yosi Gliili de Mati Machla Chirem. When did Rabbi Yosi Gliili say that one could be maichlo on Exela? That's when he's being maichlo to other people that stole from him. Avol Anafshei le Mati But in our mishnah where we're talking about him being maichlo Exela to himself, he actually can't be maichlo Exela. Ask the Mar El Hamay so then, what about the brisa that we quote above? That he's zaychen which he has, and again, that was where the fellow had stolen from a ger, and then later on the ger died, and we said that since he has his exela in his hand, he gets to keep it. Well, why does he get to keep it? That's considered a mechila to himself. The korner Rabbi Yisegli doesn't work. So the answer is mishum alva milva. That's because it was turned into alva. It's not considered exela anymore. And this is just a simple scenario of a person who owes money to a ger, and then when the ger dies, so he gets to keep that money because the ger doesn't have Yarshim. So that's a different explanation of the seeming stira between the Mishnah Kaf Gimel and our Mishnah. However, Ravah Rav gives a different explanation. Really, both of these Mishnahs are Ravi Kiva. When did Ravi Kiva say that a person is not able to be Michael on Exela? That's if it's to himself. Like in our Mishnah, where he's inheriting his father, and he still owes his father for Exela that he stole from him. But if he stole from others, like in the Mishnah on Dav Gimel, so he could be Michael the Exela to him. Kov Tesla on top of the Gemara asks, well, if this so, Mechal, this implies that he's even able to be Michael Exela to himself. And now we have a problem. Not just on Rav over here, but also on Rabbi explanation previously. Where would we ever find that if a person steals from a ger and now the ger dies, that the tyro tells us that he has to give that gzela to the kaihanim? If a person is able to be meichel gzela to himself, well, in every situation when he steals from a ger and then a ger dies, he'll just be meichel to himself, and then he'll never have to give it to the kaihanim. But the Taira says he does. Well, when would that apply? So Rav, Rav explains. Was referring to when he stole from the ger. And he swore to him. Then the Gair died. Ve'hayda la'achar misa, and after misa he admitted that he made a false shvua. The beinu da'idi, the moment that he admitted, K'nai Hashem, Hashem was kind of that gzeila benos you know, lo kaihanim, and that's when he has to give it to the kaihanim. And now we think you're talking about gzeilah ger, but this time gzeilah giyores. But Ravina, Ravina asked the question: Gzeilah giyores, mahu? What about if he stole from a giyores? Would the same halacha apply as when he stole from a ger? When the Torah talks about that, he has to give this gzeila to the kaihanim. Ish shamerachman, the Torah says, man v'lo isha, and maybe we we'll learn, but this does not apply when he steals from a woman. Adem orchi dekrahu. Maybe just the standard of the Pusak that it usually uses the word ish, but it also applies to Isha. Sormala of Iron or of Iron Told Ravina, Toshma, come in here. The time you arrest, it says Ish. Now alien la ish, isha minain, how do I know this also applies to an isha? Shu Imer, when the Pusuk says Hamushav, kan Naim, this is a double lashin, because it says ha asham And what do we need two lushinas for? It must be one's coming to include a woman. Well, in King continues, if so, Mathamulamer ish, so why do we have to say ish? The answer is Isha Tatsarakser Akhirov, Imishaga Limimlav. If a person stole from a man and then they the man died, so you have to go looking after this fellow to see whether or not he has relatives. But katan, if a person stole from a katan and the katan died, you don't have to go looking after the katan, he for sure does not have any relatives because a katan can't have any children. And we can deal with this, we have a that tells us that this thing that was stolen from a ger and then the ger died, it's to Hashem and it goes to the kain. Hashem was kainet it, and it's given to the kain of that mishmar. Whichever mishmar happens to be serving in the base of Mekdash at the time that the fellow comes to return the exela, so it's given to the kain of that Mishmar. Now, you say it's given to the kind of that Mishmar. Well, maybe it's given to any kind that he wants. And the answer is, when the Pesach continues to say, besides for the that he's being himself with, and that's referring to the Ashram that he has to bring, obviously, the Pesach's talking about bring his carbon to whatever kind is in that Mishmar, because that's the only kind he could give his carbon to, so must be that that's where the Gzela is returned to as well. It's given to the of that Mishmar and not to any kind that he wants. And the more it continues we have a browser, well, let's say the person who stole is a Kayin. So, I mean, actually, how do you know that the Kayin himself is not allowed to say, since this Gezela has to be given to the Kayin, and I happen to have it right now, it belongs to me. And, it's actually logical that the Kayin should be able to say that, because if he's able to be in someone else's, meaning when somebody else is bringing their gazela to the Kayin, this Kayin would get it. So, if it's his own gazela shouldn't he for sure be able to get it? And again, the Braitha is telling us that he's not allowed to say this said this in a different way. Just like when we're dealing with something that he doesn't have right to until it comes into his rishos, As referring to where a kain decides to bring a carbon and he could bring his own carbon. He does not have to give it to the kainim of his mishmar. When a carbon is brought to the mishmar and given to the kain, it's not to be taken away from him. Something that he does have a chelik in even before it comes into his rishos, such as if a yisrael stole from a ger and then brought that money to the kainim and gave it to one particular Kayin, the other Kayin still have Roshos in it, even though it was given to one particular Kayin, so meh Roshusai, once his Gezla is in his Roshos already, wouldn't we say for sure that someone's not allowed to take it away from him? And that's another way of logically looking at it. But still, again, the Brass is telling us that the Kayin's not allowed to say this. And that's where the Braithers says, why we don't say that? And why not? Because if you're going to say this was something that he doesn't have a Chalik in, the same way that he doesn't have a Chalik in it, well, others don't have a Chalik in it either. That's referring to where a Kayin decides to bring his own carbon, so he doesn't have to give it to the other Kayhanim of his Mishmar, so no one has a Chalik in it. Whereas her Begezel, are you going to say the same thing applies to Gezel HaGer? Just like he has a Chalik in it, the other Kayhanim also have a chelik in it. In other words, the same way that when a Yisrael, for example, steals from a Gair, brings that money to the Kayhanim of Beis all those Kayhanim split it, so when a Kayin himself steals from gair, so all the Kayhanim of his Mishmar would have to split it. And that's what the brassing includes, El his Gzela that he stole from HaGer comes out from his hand it was and it gets split among all of his brothers. The Kahanim. But we continue asking him, says in the isha's A man's kachim is to himself, and this is telling us that a kain is allowed to bring his own carbon, and he's allowed to keep all the portions that a kain is allowed to keep of a carbon that's brought to the base of Mekdash And by that same token, we're asking when a kain steals from a ger, swears falsely and admits, so he has to pay karen and asham, and that means that he's bringing his own carbon asham, and he's allowed to keep those parts of the carbon asham even though they have to do with Gezal Agar So by the same token, he should be allowed to keep the money as well. So Gemara says, "No, where we're talking about over here, but kain tome, where he's a kain who's tame, so we can't keep those portions. Asking where we're, kain tame, if we're talking about a kain tome, so we had said, this is something that he has a chelik in it. Well, mi islay, does he really have a chelik in it? He doesn't have a chelik in it, so our whole original lima doesn't make sense because we're talking about a kainu's who's tame. So where says you're right, we're actually talking about a tar kain, but still he's not allowed to keep it because el asiyah la kain la kain. We learn from the gzir la kain the kain from stei achuzah. The time you have a brisa, this brisa is talking about a stei and we know that a stei achuzah an ancestral field. If a person is makishet the he could redeem it anytime he wants, up until Yoivol. Now, let's say he doesn't redeem it, and the Gizbar, the treasurer of Hektish, sells it to somebody else. So, by Yoivol, it does not go back to the original owner. It just goes to the Kaihanim, and it gets split up among the Kaihanim. So, now the that tells us, Achuzase, the Pazak tells us, Matam Loimar, why does the Pazak have to say Achuzasa again? It says Achuzase. And it means as follows, kaihanim How do we know that a field that's going out to the Kaihanim by Yoyvel time, Vigala one of the Kaihanim was the one that I'd bought it from the Gizbar originally? How do you know this is not allowed to say? anyway, time, this field is going to be going to the and I have it right now, that it belongs to me. And it's really logical for the Kain to say this, because he technically could say, that if I'm Zoycha to somebody else's field, it's taken away from him and given to the kaihanim. so shouldn't I be Zoycha in my own field that I bought from the gizbar? should technically be taken away from me and given to the kaihanim? Well, I'm a Kain, so I should get to keep this field. And the reason why I can't say this is because the Pasuk says, his achuzah is his, but this is not his. Hal that's what do we do with this? It gets taken away from him and gets distributed to all his brothers the kaihanim. And it's the same thing over here. When a kain steals from a ger, even though logically it makes sense for him to say that I should be able to keep this gzela for myself, because anyway, when someone steals from a ger, he has to bring the gzela and give it to the kaihanim. And hey, I'm a kain. Still, we compare this to achuzah in the same way. The achuzah is taken away from a kain and given to the other kaihanim. So too, is taken away from the kain and given to the other kaihanim. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow Continuing to talk about a kind being able to bring his own carbonos and keep all the portions. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.